Welcome to The Real, the podcast where we talk about the entertainment that we consume and what we really think about it. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, and you know what? I wish I could just have a tiny box Tim friend with me all the time. And this week I'm joined by my co-host friend, definitely never jumps at any jump scare that ever happens, Jesse. How you doing, Jesse? You know, I'm doing okay. It's happened. I won't deny it, but some of those are... Pretty creepy, man. Bioshock in particular got me good a few times. Very fair. Yeah. And then even when you kill a guy, he might just hang there and they start playing some like old timey music and it goes like black and white and that's pretty <laughs> creepy too. You just overall you just want to be out of there as quickly as possible. Very fair. Very fair. <laughs> yeah. And if you've never uh, played Bioshock. I apologize, but that left an impression on me. Oh, no. I mean, that's that's what this entire episode is going to be about, Jesse. Is uh, We're going to talk about something that maybe is actually a little bit outside of both of our comfort zones. Maybe not comfort zones. Maybe more um, normal gameplay stuff. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about horror games, like video games and that type of stuff, just to kind of you know, keep up the spooky seasons content a rolling here. We're going to try at least, um, <laughs> as we discussed last week to a certain extent, I am very new to, you know, the horror genre in film and have just begun to like warm up to the idea of enjoying these movies. So video games seems like a step for me. That's, you know, maybe a little further down the line, but I'm trying, Michael. I'm trying to put myself out there more. Interesting. This is coming from the man that had a video game that I remember playing and actively being ter- like actually getting scared by a few times uh, mm-hmm. while playing in your room. Yeah, yeah. I if I recall correctly, is that game Doom Three? Uh, yeah. With the which Doom is that one? The Doom. So that was the one that they released. I think it was just the xbox on the consoles but it was like i don't know 2004 2005 and it's you're on it's the single player story version where you're on mars and yep 2005 i think 2005 yeah oh no that's no that's the movie hold on (laughs) without cut not the movie with Dwayne. <laughs> no, gosh, I totally forgot about that movie. Um, what was that? I Didn't think we, everybody were... has pretty much. <laughs> Wasn't there that girl that though um, we both knew that was su- like thought it was like really great? I can't even. I feel I we don't have to say her name or anything like that, but I feel like we went to high school with her and she talked about how good it was, and I remember watching it and being like, "This is terrible." <laughs> I watched. God a few scary movies with you in high school that I thought were pretty terrible. Don't remember <laughs> catching that one, but oh. it didn't happen. It, okay. You were right. It is, it is doom three. I don't, why did I feel like it? I thought it was just doom, but it's to doom. 2004 is yeah. the, um, the game. I, re- I specifically remember like playing it and in your room with like the lights off. And it was like the small babies. I think it was, was ter- the terrifying thing. Yeah, I mean, the babies were horrifying for sure. I didn't even like like even the spiders in this game. 
gave me the heebie-jeebies, dude, because they would, like, crawl, like, out between these little tight little, like, openings in between piping and, like, through the floor and, like, just jump out at you from all kinds of places. That that got me, I think, more than the babies did. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it, it had good horror elements at the start of it and then kind of tapered off here and there, but... Um... This this surprisingly enough is not one of the games I wanted to talk about um, at all. I was just going to mention this reference. No, but uh, it, it's fitting because that was one of the few that I actually played uh, during those teenage years. And I think you're right. I I remember playing the crap out of the demo because this was back in the day when you would actually download demos to play beforehand. Um, and I thought the demo was pretty entertaining i enjoyed that so i wound up getting the game and you're right it it starts out strong but i would always lose interest like third of the way maybe halfway through the game and i i don't think i ever even finished it yeah and i definitely didn't finish it because it was probably at your house and i don't think i was able i don't think i ever sat down long enough to be able to get all the way through and then the problem of playing at your friend's house right is that you play part of it and then you uh leave and then you come back and you're like where 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 the, where was i in this process what, what was i doing i don't I had, there was a key i feel like or a, a guy i had to talk to about a thing i don't remember <laughs> yeah you're you're completely beholden to what you actually play when you're at your friend's house i don't think i ever played like the, any of the gold dime missions and any sequential order whatsoever. It was it was always something different. Yeah, just random thing that you uh were like, okay, cool, I'm at my friend's house, we're gonna do this type stuff. Right. Yeah. So maybe I mean it's possible that because I kind of lost interest in that and wasn't entirely, you know, enthusiastic about this genre in the first place, maybe I just kind of lost interest in pursuing more horror games after doom three but it was worth mentioning just because we have memories <laughs> of actually sitting down and playing this game together yeah no i think it i think it's worth mentioning it, it i think it can lead into a bigger discussion we have we can have here where there's i feel like many games out there and maybe uh, you, we touched on these ideas of like why horror games aren't something either of us really play um mm -hmm. And admittedly, it kind of does a I'm going to say some things like uh, I prefer I do prefer like single player experiences a lot of time uh, mm -hmm. with a lot of my games just because it is something I don't as extroverted as I am. I have a lot of introverted tech, uh, tendencies and uh, not to say that like if, you know, there are people on like Discord or like, uh, you know, something like that, like people want to talk while we're also like doing those things. It's not that it's just. I like the crafted single player experience, which would mean that probably I like a lot of horror games. And I have a few in my, you know, Steam uh, vault here that I've played time or two. Uh, I think we've even done every once in a while uh, for the last few years when we do around around this time or a little bit other times we've gotten together as uh, the guys and hung out. And we've played some video games and I have some horror aesthetic -y games on here because of that uh, i think like um resident evil is one of them uh the village uh i've had on here um biohazard i think is the other one that i have on here but 
those most horror games are single player experiences. They're very well, they're, they're crafted stories. And I don't know. I just never have gotten into like a full horror game. Like I have played amnesia, the dark descent, which is touted as being a very popular, like pure horror video game. Um, but I never got past, I never like beat it. I got into it for a little bit and then I kind of got a little frustrated. I think I feel like was what was going on. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm out. But I think that was the most horror game I've ever played. And it was very, uh, did a fantastic job of like building atmosphere. And it, it never actually, which is interesting enough, it actually never implied any sort of jump scare mechanic, really, which is impressive when so many games do that, you know, go through, go for the cheap jump scare just to get you, oh, you're gentle and running and stuff like that. But it, it never did that. And I, I was always loved like kind of the process of it and what they set up, but I never got any further into it because I eventually just got bored of it. And I don't know why, like it, it feels like as I'm talking about and thinking about other games and looking at the other games I have in here, which, you know, varies from action to, you know, to role-playing games, uh, tactical games, all these types of ones, like a lot of horror games kind of sometimes fit into these genres and I have games that have horror elements to them or like themes of horror, but aren't full horror games that are like designed to kind of give you that scare. It's more of just like uh, I have one that you effectively like play like Sweeney Todd from uh, the, the, the the musical movie too of the same like name and stuff and a few others that have horror elements in them. Like uh, <laughs> where's that one that I was looking at for? Uh, hard west which is like a an XCOM style game that has like demons and and, and and occult stuff in there but you're never like scared you're just in the world so right you know i so you enjoy the ambiance and you enjoy the atmosphere and some of the thrills that come along with this but you want something a little more story based or just a little more immersive than an endless series of you know jump scares and stuff like that yeah and i don't think to be to be clear i don't think all horror games are that there are a lot of games i feel like do a very good job of suspense building mm -hmm. and maybe that's the part i don't like is the suspense building of it uh and th that's where i draw the line is i don't i don't want to be on my edge of my seat all the time being like what's going to scare me <laughs> type stuff i want to just be like all right there's some creepy stuff going on and I'm okay with this, but yeah, I think it probably depends somewhat on why you play video games in the first place. I think some folks probably just enjoy that never ending edge of your seat adrenaline rush. That's full of frights and scares and, you know, shit just jumping out at you. Um, I also think there's probably some who get a feeling of catharsis out of it, perhaps, um, because it is very much, you know, you're, you're fighting demons or ghouls or, you know, something that is quintessential evil. So I guess maybe that's appealing to some folks. I like to play games usually to kind of kick back and relax a little bit and not have to be so worked up all the time so 
to your point, I kind of have that same feeling when playing a horror game where I never truly ever feel relaxed and I get that that's the point and that's part of the appeal. But that is not usually what I'm looking for when I'm sitting down to actually have some time to play video games. Yeah, I truly feel like um, it makes me sit there and wonder what the line, because I think, do you think, maybe I'll phrase it this way, do you think Dead Space is a horror game? I mean, it definitely was to me because I made it like 15 minutes into Dead Space and was quickly like, nope, nope, can't handle this and turned it off and did not play it again for a very long time. Interesting. Okay, because that's that was something I was thinking about was that necessarily... I look at Dead Space as that action horror game uh-huh. and not always necessarily the not not like a pure horror game like Amnesia the Dark Descent or uh, Alien Isolation or like Five Nights at Freddy's too. Like those feel yeah. much more horror based to me than a game of a similar ilk as it would be god the worst part about alien isolation is there's just not many save points so if you're <laughs> kind of stuck at that game like i do it takes forever to make any progress that is what's scary um no i i think you're on to something there i would also almost classify like gears of war as maybe a a tamer version of action horror but it's it's just a bunch of nonstop monsters and creepy places and everything's awful and falling apart. <laughs> so to me, that's like, yeah, that's, that's an action horror game, I think. Fair, fair. Okay, okay. So I, yeah, I think there are subgenres, if you will, or more games that are definitely more of that traditional style of horror and ones that I think try to have crossover appeal probably to boost sales i would imagine (laughs) because they can get more they can get more folks who don't usually seek these kinds of games out interested in something like that so no i i think that's probably very much a thing interesting you brought up alien isolation because i and again a game i didn't finish but i thought overall it was pretty well made especially since most video game adaptations from film totally suck uh, movie based <laughs> game um, so that was nice to see I actually had more fun playing the game Aliens versus Predators on like I think it was the Xbox 360 2009-2010 game and that was solely because you could do online multiplayer and do like these horde type, you know, co-op uh, missions or setups where you just try, you hold off a relentless horde of aliens for as long as you can. And that's like, that almost feels like you're getting to enjoy, you know, some of the action scenes that are from the movie because, you know, playing that with your friends. So. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where maybe because you, we, I talk about, um, I mentioned the Resident Evil 
um, village movie or sorry, Resident Evil Village game. And I, I, I watched you play that for I think the first hour or so. Yeah. Um, which is I mean it's cool, it's fun, it's a interesting game, but I do feel like it, it it's it, it was I think it was such a return to form, I should say, for the whole uh series compared to what it had previously been. And I look at like Resident Evil. I think about the other Resident Evil games where there was a little bit more like they actually started adding co-op and things like that. And it always just felt less scary than mm. many of the other things that were coming out at the time. Yeah. And I think that was, you know, I'm no expert because I'm not the you know most diehard resident evil fan but i i think that was a point of contention amongst the fan base was they the game started to move away from that tried and true survival horror formula which you know in part resident evil had a big hand in helping innovate for what it is today but they did start to move towards more of a an action horror style of game with you know resident evil 4 is you mentioned, you know, having the co-op aspect to it. So it's interesting <laughs> that they evolve and try to cater their games to, I don't know, different demographics or, you know, for whatever reason. But <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, and now they're kind of shifted back towards that, you know, their roots a little bit with some of these remakes they've been doing. But then also to your point, they make something like Village, and this is you know not true survival horror. There's there's a lot of action elements to this. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's still that action aesthetic. The you know you're going in with guns blazing. Um, it's yeah, it's another one of those interesting genres. Uh, similar, like we kind of talked about last week, with the ghosts, where it's it feels like getting a pure horror game is less likely than you are to get like an action horror game or or a, a thriller horror game or uh, a body horror i'm thinking of like manhunt and some of these other movies or some of these other video games that are just more around the gruesome deaths you can inspire mm -hmm. in things you know right yeah and i and i think with something like perhaps bioshock where yes there are there are a lot of traditional survival horror elements in this game and including the enemies you face the atmosphere you know this sense of dread that's prevailing throughout the game because of all this unknown but then you also have the ability to you know purchase guns and decide how to use your abilities and there's a lot of creative ways to just totally eviscerate almost anything you come across in that game and in those cases i may be on the edge of my seat the whole time but i know i if i do this right i'm going to be pretty much invincible towards the end of this game and the story is compelling enough that i want to see it through so it it is horror but there's a lot more meat to to the you know it's not just bare bones <laughs> here yeah well and to that point i think too is um 
as you talk about this, I think uh, I, I look back at the uh, Dead Space game uh, that I first played on the Xbox. Uh-huh. And I remember, I, so I played through the game twice. One time I played through it just normally, you know, just it, it, the, just playing the game, experiencing the things, jumping at this thing, jumping at that thing. And uh, as time went on, like throughout the game, like you said, you know, you get stronger and stronger, but I feel like it did a very good element and job of like kind of balancing some stuff and adding new enemies and things along those lines. But then I played through it a second time where the achievement was uh, you have like the starting plasma cutter. Um, Mm -hmm. I played through the entire game with only the plasma cutter as my weapon for an achievement. And I remember just being like cold hard and calculating as i went through and just being like all right just gonna do this this is just this is just a normal day for uh, for uh isaac you know i'm just gonna go around and stomp some things and shoot them things and that's gonna be it and like just was so like the elements of the game had had lost all fear in my mind because i was effectively playing it again on uh, new game like new game plus and so i had like a bunch of uh, unlocks already and i knew where a bunch of things were and so like it was just not terrifying and unfortunately i feel like that was what i remember most about that game is playing through it a second time and not ever being like oh my gosh like that thing grabbed me in the hallway and pulled me down like yeah there was the initial reaction of oh that thing got me but it wasn't like oh frantically doing it it was like oh that oh one of the hallway tentacles got me now i gotta shoot the glowy board part so it explodes boom okay did that (laughs) moving on yeah no i I get you. I've never done that, actually, like beaten the game and then played through and carried over all my abilities that I earned in the previous playthrough. Like Mass Effect always asks if I want to do that. And I always think, why? So I can just be bored the entire time and unstoppable. That's (laughs) not fun. Um, Did you play the remake for Dead Space? I didn't because I just didn't really feel the need and admittedly i mean i it probably came out in a time when i was already playing something else i mean like tv and like the other stuff we do uh, we watch and things and consume uh there's just so many video games like coming out here and there and stuff and there's um i'm still trying to make make, work my way through Baldur's gate i got to a point i don't know what it is but i like lost (laughs) Uh, I lost uh, uh, desire to play Baldur's Gate for whatever reason. Maybe I'm depressed. Who knows? Uh, but then I was just like, you know what? I really want to play Persona 5. Let me jump into playing Persona 5. Uh, to be clear, Persona 5 for Royale for those out there that are in the know. And I'm playing through that game and I'm like busting stuff down, um, which I've kind of played through before, but then stopped and then got back into it's all like but uh there's so many of these games coming out i feel like i just missed the the dead space remake i heard good things about it that they kind of went through and they redid some parts of it and they made it uh they modernized it because i have played the um like enhanced version i don't know the one that i have on my pc though they like went back and like kind of did some stuff for it but didn't really do like then it changed gameplay or anything else like that. It was just a little bit of updating mm-hmm. and that, that it was, there's like so many elements to it. I was just like, Oh my gosh. I remember when the little uh, hand laser beam thing was 
like new and revolutionary. And then I started doing it and I was just like, man, this kind of takes away like some of the, the mystique of this. Cause I just go boop. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to go that way. And so I go that way. And then I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, but am I in the right spot? Boop. Oh, yep. I'm still in the, going the right way. Okay, cool. Keep going. Keep going. So I haven't had a chance to play that remaster or remake, but I, I have heard good things. It sounds good. It sounds like they updated some of the things and made it much more fluid. So, yeah. And that's been kind of a recurring trend in the last, I don't know, five, six years or so, where we're seeing a lot more of those remakes and remasters for the newest generation of consoles, presumably because developers are kind of running out of ideas a little bit. And why not enhance the games that were already good? So I can't really fault them for that. I do appreciate, though, when they go the extra mile and actually add some new features or some new ways to approach the game that help it to stand apart from the original. I feel like Resident Evil 2 did a very good job of that. Um, and I appreciated the fact that, you know, you choose your character, you get different areas, different parts of the story, but... The game also mechanically is a lot different because of the third person vantage point. Whereas before, you know, you just have the tank controls and you're going down the hallways and shit. And then the scariest parts of those games being, oh, I went around the corner and I fucking ran the wrong way right into a monster <laughs> because the directions changed. Gosh dang it. Now I'm dead. And I haven't saved for a while because I couldn't find any typewriters in this area. This is awesome. Um, but I thought they did a really good job with that, and I've heard good things about Resident Evil 4. Um, not the greatest things about Resident Evil 3, but, you know, you, you can't win them all. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's neat that they're doing that, and I wonder, you know, if we'll continue to see stuff like that. I, I'm not always the most in the know, but I feel like I haven't heard about, like, any new survival horror games that have really like come out and like wowed people and knocked their socks off. But maybe I'm just not up to speed on what's been released lately. I mean, I, you say that I'm trying to think about it. I haven't, I haven't heard a whole lot on them. Um, yeah. I can't think of very many that have come out recently that, have i mean there's like the vague horror adjacent ones i feel like um that we you've kind of been mentioning here and there uh i always think of maybe a little bit more psychological horror type stuff but the like dark souls dark souls-esque games have that in there uh yeah. lies of p came out recently um which is a pinocchio uh, inspired souls like so you know mm -hmm. that was there uh uh ad infinite ad infinim oh is this the one that was like trench warfare horror I, you know we've had a luigi's mansion come out recently i don't i don't consider that horror at all <laughs> <laughs> come on you're locked in a mansion he's scared yeah, while you're yeah. playing the game yeah no okay yeah so that's yeah there's um and maybe i'm pronouncing this wrong ad infinite 
Odd Infinitum is a, a survival horror game that came out a while ago. It looked cool. I really like the aesthetic of it. It's like set in World War One. Um, so which is I feel like if we're talking about like great um, settings for horror, World War One trenches are phenomenal just because that entire war is so terrible and like the masks uh, the gas masks and just the elements of it and like uh, no man's land, like a solid horror area, I think, or uh, themes and locations is World War One. But that one came out recently and it it looks it lo visually looked cool to me. But again, back to the whole thing, I'm just not that big of a horror person. So I was like, well, that's cool. Like the aesthetic. Good job, everybody. And moved on with my life. Right, right. No, I, I mean, that kind of reminds me a little bit, at least, of, you know, the craze that Nazi zombies had in uh, oh, the gosh. Call of Duty games and how that was a thing for a long time. I, I remember playing those um, the screaming. Ooh, yeah, man. Sorry. I'm now I'm looking at this this video game and it's very body mutilation, horry kind of uh, aesthetics to it not like i don't think you're getting body mutilation not like a uh saw type stuff but like there's like a weird thing with like three horse heads like string together and it's got like six limbs and five legs and there's one of its hands has got like a sword through it i don't know or like a machete or something like that it looks really creepy um yeah that sounds horrifying yeah, exactly. And now that I'm like, and now I'm looking at it again, I go, oh, yeah, that's that's a thing I saw. And I was like, that aesthetic looks really cool. Not going to play it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be a pass for me. But, uh... <laughs> and I think that it's also something to be talked about that there is uh, kind of there's so there's so many differences, too. There's also like games like um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre had a game that came out a while ago. Uh, that was one of those like asymmetric uh, multiplayer games where you have like one person is the killer and then one person is, or then the group of other people are the like survivors or normal people. There's been a it's like a very popular genre um, right now, I feel like. Interesting. Yeah, it has uh, it. It has several games that have come out that have kind of been in the same vein, and I'm trying to remember what that one was that was that a lot of people still play here and there that is it's like it's like it takes like a lot of classic-y horror tropes and i think that's probably why they did a texas chainsaw one because they were like no we want to forge your own pathway because they also had one i think they tried to do one with predator as a thing as well which is crazy because there's apparently coming there's a, a new prey movie about to come out not about to, but like announced, I guess that's like set in World War One. So tying those two separate threads together at one theme there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about that? That's pretty nifty. Um, yeah. I think why am I thinking of like there's like more action games that like turn into horror games now? Yeah, I, I think that's probably I mean, because it's such an because undead things are so much easier to kill like if you don't if they're not a real human then it's easier to yeah. kill them i guess like it's the the world war ii i feel like was such a like was such a big 
genre for us just because it was um you know pretty easy to lay up you know killing nazis yeah yeah, yeah it was just it, we're gonna kill nazis and people go like all right yeah i can get behind that who's well, gonna I feel just, bad about killing a nazi you know well unfortunately we can't that, that that's become a lot less of a e easy box to check nowadays jesse um <laughs> with our political climate um but yeah i think uh i i think there's like now a lot more games that are kind of focusing around the idea of that horror is something that's fun in there and it's something to be added even if it's not truly like absolute scares it's it's a little fun to be a little scared a little ominous i feel like there's always games that can add some of those feelings to them and still be great but are also just nope it's just an act you know just an action shooter guys like this is just your tried and true action shooter with like a little bit of horror elements or a little lovecraftian and thrown in there just because you know we, we we wanted a sanity mechanic and you have to have a sanity mechanic if you have a lovecraft game so that was their way to put the san sanity mechanic in there yeah yeah <laughs> well i feel like a lot of the most popular horror games at least that i see as a gamer who does not spend a lot of time in the genre so i really only you know catch these things if they have very strong word of mouth behind them but you know remakes of you know some of the beloved titles of years past and you know not just you know the resident evil games or dead space i mean i forget how many consoles and systems they've the last of us two at this point i mean it's 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 probably getting almost as bad as skyrim was yeah <laughs> it's just it's such a popular game so they want to you know make it available and see what they can do to enhance it eventually though you know that becomes a bit tiresome i say this you know in full knowledge of the fact that i have purchased Knights of the Old Republic on Lord knows how many systems at this point. So, you know, <laughs> it can't really, I'm not one to talk, but uh, I am hopeful that we see some, uh, some new games emerge, you know, that have that same level of appeal that can cross over into other genres and get folks who, you know, don't always get behind these sorts of games to to you know give them a try because i think those are the games that are most helpful for the genre as a whole because then will help introduce them to other games that you know maybe they didn't know about so yeah i mean we'll it's also interesting to me that there's not like in the same way that horror movies like they kind of try to peg them around um I say this, but we also, you know, we've gotten horror movies well outside of the times that make sense. Um, but the horror genre doesn't seem to have the same like drive to drop their games in the like spooky season here, at least. I mean, and maybe because it's I mean, no, this doesn't even make sense then because it's international, even with movies. But like, it just seems weird to me that more horror games don't kind of try to peg themselves around. Um halloween to be like oh people are in the spooky spirit so they'll want to play my spooky game type stuff so i just wonder what that thought process is in the game industry that i i've no insight into so i'm just it's more of a curiosity to me to think about like 
why more games aren't released around this time. I mean, I'm looking at the, you know, Steam right now and I pull up like new trending games and I've got dating sim, dating sim, uh, eh, kind of a, a, a spooky S looking roguelike, uh, some JRPG thing, a city builder game, a steampunk RPG, a mystery uh, and like there's one horror game on here and it's like a visual novel horror game. Mm. Interesting. And then this is a, uh, a hentai sexual content nudity card game too. Is also <laughs> on here in the new trending. So, I mean, like, okay. All right. <laughs> so like, I mean, we're just looking at this and it's like the top 10 games here on steam. And like one is, and, and like the last one is like metal gear and metal gear, solid snake, like the retro version double pack and those are like the new trending and then top selling is like counter-strike world of war or sorry counter-strike call of duty um and then uh dead by daylight that's the one i was trying to think of so dead by daylight's big right now and so it's trending but like also it's not new it's on yeah. sale right now it's 60 percent off so it's like eight bucks so of course it's top selling right now because people are like oh i've been i've heard about this game it's a survival horror it's multiplayer it's uh looks kind of cool and stuff like that i'm gonna buy it for eight bucks yeah let's do it for eight bucks type thing and like uh resident evil 4 is also on here but that's 33 35 percent off so you know for special deals it makes sense yeah but it just isn't the biggest time right now for horror games when i'm looking at this and it's like city builder mmo mmo red dead redemption but that's also 60 percent off so that and then there's also the Steam Deck on here for top sellers, which I sense is not a true statement, Steam. I feel like you're lying to me about this. <laughs> it's almost like you're pushing your own product up here. I mean, I haven't bought mine yet, so I haven't contributed to those numbers. <laughs> no. Um, no, I I think you're probably onto something there. I also would be curious, you know, how well have horror games really adapted to this, you know, current trend of video games are you know kind of all online and you know driven by microtransactions and if there's nothing that you can do to get your genre to work within that model maybe less of a priority to put money into you know cranking out new games probably why we've seen a lot of remakes recently yeah I'm just gonna throw out there. Apparently, the uh, that uh, study girl on YouTube that has like the cat. You, I don't know if it's like the live always playing music. I don't know if you've seen the video of it. Um, I'm not. No, well, there, it's it's a it's a it's a, a, a Lofit girl, but okay. she's wearing like creepy Halloween stuff themed things right now. So I'm just saying, if 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 that random YouTube channel that people know um can do it why can't everybody else <laughs> agreed agreed and i i think i am with you there that i wish they would get more behind having some actual new releases around this time because i think it probably would help their sales it's not too different from my perspective of well of course madden's going to come out before football season starts because that's when people are excited for football it's not going to come out in march when everyone's all depressed over the season they just had <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
that's i mean that that makes sense i would i i could see that i uh especially if you're a broncos fan correct yes yeah the <laughs> last thing you want to think about is football in february or march if you're a broncos fan <laughs> <clears throat> so there you go um but yeah i i have gotten i guess more into the resident evil games i am on a playthrough of the PS4 version of that game right now with our buddy Dre, who has been on the show numerous times. And I believe that is the remaster of the GameCube version of the game. I don't know. It's There's been so many remakes. <laughs> well, it's hard to keep track. But I think that's right. And then once we're done with that, then maybe try the remake or the remaster on the newer consoles or get into village. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep going though. And I am curious about giving the new dead space a try after this conversation as well. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I saw, I looked it up. It doesn't seem like it got terrible reviews though. The, um, the team that originally made it, some of them broke off and made, was, what was that one called? Callisto Protocol that came out that one I heard was not very good even though it was a horror game kind of around the people that, that directed the Dead Space games so interesting yeah I think <laughs> it's probably just kind of hard to make something original at this point given what's been produced you know already but no don't stop trying everyone we need <laughs> we need new things to get excited about around this time of year yeah, always. Always. And they can't all be uh, hentai card games. <sighs> that's, you know, that's a whole nother level of horror that uh, <laughs> you may or may not want to involve yourself in. That's that's a personal thing. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Very true. It's uh, it's it's a dark dive into the world of Steam, Jesse. Once you get there, I'm going to tell you, there's there's just so many games, so so little time. And so many of them don't even deserve to be looked at. But I love how they just have no problem just, you know, ranking that game fully out in the open. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think uh, <laughs> admittedly, I have to put my, uh, you know, I have to put my settings that I'm I'm over 18. So, um, <laughs> oh, OK. Well, that, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's not... that's a real roadblock. There, <laughs> preventing you from seeing that. What are, are you? What are you talking about, Jesse? Everyone tells the truth on those age gating windows. They definitely, uh, yeah. If you're not 18, you definitely click. You're not 18 because that's how that works. Definitely. Yeah. Are you are you saying something different, Jesse? That seems un uncouth. No, no. I, I never. <laughs> I would never dare to stray that far. All I'm saying is that, yeah, that's pretty easy to see <laughs> out in a public forum, but. Yeah, so um, I, I think we've rambled enough. That I, this was a little bit more, I feel, a little more freeform than we usually do. Is more of just kind of a concept, an idea, thought process uh, of what we're talking about here. So, yeah. Yeah, and you know, we're just tired. The days are getting shorter. Maybe we're getting a little depressed. Maybe <laughs> we need to play one of these games right now to, you know, really set the mood. <laughs> I don't know if my heart can handle it. <laughs> all right all right go back to your Baldur's gate then it, it, you have records to set hours to put in oh god yeah <sighs> all right 
Well, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you so much for playing. Uh, wow. Playing. Thank you so much for listening to Hit The Real, the podcast where we talk about the entertainment that we we consume and what we really think about it. We try to get this podcast out weekly, usually on Saturdays, sometimes on Sundays. It's been typically uh, Sundays, uh, Mondays-ish because of my current work-life balance. Um, but hey, if we got anything wrong or if we missed like the best horror game of all time that is just absolutely terrifying and will make... Uh, myself and Jesse both PR pants. Uh, let us know what it is at hit the real podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's hit the real podcast at gmail.com. We'd uh, love to hear from you and uh, feel free to take a look at our Patreon in the description of the episode. We'd love the support. And like always, hey, keep it real. Mm-hmm.